2022, where are you? You can't be worse than last year. 2022, where are you? Are you another one to fear? Come on, 22, I see you pretending that you are different. But you're not fooling me, cause I can see your COVID-19 symptoms. Will the Downing Street Party mystery be solved? The 22, get ready for your act. What's the crack? And 22, if you come through, you're gonna have yourself a COVID pass. That's a fact. 2022, here are you. Will you bring us some fun? So can we count on you, 2022, to be better than the last one? Happy New Year and welcome to another episode of the Waste of Web Space podcast. Starring. Great start to the year. Episode 109. Starring. Jimbo. And Fisher. Well, that went well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've decided to start playing the song for, at the start for some unknown reason. Just before I get straight into it, not waste any time. You didn't um, want to cock the introduction up again like you normally do. <laughs> so you thought, I'll, 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 I'll do the introduction after the song, I'll cock it up that way instead. Well, there we go. Uh, Happy New Year, Fisher. Happy New Year to Jimbo. Happy New Hat. Yeah, I've got, I've got a free hat um, given to me by a company called Zwingo, uh, a nice sample, trying out some of their stuff. All right. It looked, I think it looked a bit like Harry Potter, actually. It's a lightning bolt, is their... Um, is their logo. If it was the other way round, I'd be very Harry Potter-esque. Yeah, it had a bit of a, a Slazinger look to it to me. Ooh, I, yeah, you can't say stuff like that. I mean, <laughs> Slazinger's... I suppose it almost, because it's got like the little... Bolt, it looks like, looks like a person, maybe, like lying down yeah, on top of a yeah. dolphin. Yeah, it's a weird one. Um, yeah, or someone like planking or something. Yeah, on the on the edge of a building or something yeah. dangerous like that. So what? what's this... Uh, where have you got this hat from again? Uh, a company called Zwingo. Why? Who, are they? Do they? What? What kind of? Is it sports material? Is it? Uh, is it like? Yeah, they do sports, uh, sports clothing, tracksuits, and all that sort of stuff. So they're trying to sort um, of, you know, tempt you into your getting your cricket team onto their gear. Basically, yeah, yeah. Um, and they said, "I give you," and they, I managed to get a free hat. Um, and I thought, well, I might as well wear it in the podcast and just do a bit of promotion from. Right. Fair enough. <laughs> and then you know, I can I can say what promoting I've done for this particular company. And they can say, that's amazing. How many followers have you got? I'll say, not very many. Um, <laughs> but nonetheless, it's the thought that counts, isn't it, Jimbo? The thought well, that there counts. You go. Yeah. So, uh, you, you're going to be all right in that hat for the rest of the episode? I think so, yeah. Have you, not, have you got, well, you can't wear hats. You've got some over the head microphone, uh, over the head headphones, rather. Yes, and they're not just you, any headphones. They're a new set of headphones, I they're believe. They're a new set, new set of headphones, yeah. My others were, were, were crackling. Um, yeah. So, I was hearing this uh, podcast in. in you know, only only half of it really while we were recording, which is a good thing in many cases. Um, it was half of your in mine or yours. <laughs> um, anyway, what was that, Fisher? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, breaking news. Have you got any Fisher? No, not particularly. It's been Christmas. I've got some details of what I got up to, but that's part of the show and tell later on. A Christmas bonus show and tell. Oh yeah, we shoved that to the end. Yeah. Of the schedule today, um, but for me. I do have some breaking news for sure. Are you ready for you it? You do indeed. I have some very breaking news. Big, big news in the uh, James Jimbo Wilmshurst household. Yes, 
you know, Christmas time is a, a time for doing wonderful things, uh, making big statements, and so on. So what I have done is I beat you on a week of fantasy football. Finally. Second was it only the second win my my second win of the season over you on fantasy football? Yeah, I mean we've drawn one and I've won the other seventeen. So um, it looks like I finally turned the corner though, that's the main thing. A halfway point of the year, it's a turning point for most clubs. So that was last week when I hadn't looked at this week's fantasy football yet. Have have we gone on this last one? Uh, well it's not finished yet, but I'm currently leading forty seven points to twenty two. So oh, um, right, okay. Yeah. That that corner that you've turned, it might be the road that you're on now might be very similar to the corner that you were moved away right. from. Okay. Another one bites the dust. Mm. Not so well. Okay. Another one bites the dust. Never mind. Okay. Uh, so so that that that'll be short lived. I think. I just really wanted to celebrate that though. So. Yeah. What what's your total points in general? Total points know. in general. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm, not I'm even... on one thousand two hundred thirty-two. Okay, how do you find... Just click on one of the leagues you're in or something. Click on one of the leagues you're in. All right. Uh, And then scroll down to find your position. (laughs) Well, I'm not rock bottom, would you believe, in one of the leagues I'm in. Uh, 865 I've got. Stop it laughing. It's not... You know, it's just one of those... Just having a bad season. It's about the long term. I've got a restructuring process taking place at my fantasy football club, and it's going to take a number of seasons to develop that perfect squad. Um, Yeah. So that's, You've got some youngsters coming up through the academy, haven't you? That's it, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping for a buyout as well. So I've yeah. somehow got more money than everyone else to spend. But uh, I'm not mm. sure if that's going to happen or not. Uh, get your shirt sponsored by Waste of Web Space Podcast or by Alien Audio Podcast to get some more, more funding. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Send, send some free hats out to idiots who wear yeah. them. Um, and, and there we go. Uh, anyway, should we, should we move on and get, get cracking with the rest of the show? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, right, here we go. Hold on a minute. Sorry, I'm on my hallelujah soundboard now. Right, here we go. Okay, right. (laughs) Slick as ever. We need to do his drinks, don't we? And uh, come on, Fisher. I don't know for sure. You kind of didn't answer this question when I sort of half asked you about it. Is dry Mm. January happening? In the Fisher household this year? I sort of... I I, I came around to your pub shed, didn't I? um, did. Few days ago, and a yep. very enjoyable evening it was. So thank you very much. It was, lovely, I mean, uh, lovely, pleasant evening. It, it started. It started in the evening, and it ended mm-hmm. the following morning, which is uh, it did. Which is how enjoyable it was. Time flies when you're having fun. Mm-hmm. Um, we sat there. We listened to music. We conversed. We played um, Spyfall. We we played a new game. I, thought, I was actually surprisingly impressed at how good it was. Called Spyfall. Yeah. Spyfall. Yeah. We need a few more rounds of that. It'd be good if we could do it on this podcast, but. It's a bit, you can't do it with two people, can you? That's the only problem. Yeah, we'd need a few more people on it, really. I'm not quite mm-hmm. sure how we could do that. If you'd like to get involved in playing a game live on the podcast, then please do mm-hmm. let us know. Um, what else did we do? Oh, yeah, we just in general. Just reminds, we just reminds each other how, how good of friends uh, we really are. Um, That's And then in the, others, in the other five <laughs> or six hours, we just uh, yeah, had a bit of a chat and caught up with stuff. And <laughs> did, did podcast planning. Right. Um, so, in terms of dry January... I am currently drinking uh, some orange squash. Good on you. Uh, of course. And I'll be I'll be drinking that until the end of the month. And not everyone will be doing dry January, and that's fair enough. Uh, obviously, dry January is a difficult time of year for 
sort of like, you know, beer sellers, breweries, mm-hmm. uh, bottle shop owners, all that kind of thing. So I, I'm not going to do Dry January because obviously uh, I also do another podcast called Alien Audio. So that would uh, sort of take the sting out of that slightly. Um, but let, let, let me guess, Jim, let me guess. Are you going to do something called Try January? No, Are you going to try different types of beer? Well, no, well, kind of and kind of not. I always do that anyway. That's why I always do. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to try and limit how much I have, but I'm going to try, uh, I'm going to each week still go to the bottle shops, buy some new beers, some of which I'll be able to stock for the next month. And then I'll also try maybe one or two new maximum new beers a week but because it is the first you know it's this first show in january and obviously you always do dry january fish i'm going to join you for one episode only and uh, i'm on the old nanny state today uh, which oh. is the only non-alcoholic beer that I add in um, currently. Nanny State, non-alcoholic brew dog. Um, it's, the, it's the, I think it's one of two alcohol-free brew dogs that they do. Uh, they do a, a punk IPA alcohol-free beer as well, which yeah. I prefer to this one, in all honesty. Um, but this mm. is the one that I've got in at the minute. So there you go. So good on anyone who's doing dry January, of course. Good for your health to do that. And uh, yeah, and also there's there's uh, there, there is something at the end of the month which is maybe if anyone wants to end dry January early, by the way, or maybe celebrate the end of dry January in some way. The 26th of January, there's an event taking place at the Triple Point Brew Code. If you've been there before, which is uh, is it Sharon? What do you call it now? Uh, Shorm Street on Shorm Street, not far from the Lead Mill. There's like a brewery there and bar, brewery bar sort of thing. Um, is it an old carpet shop? I think it used to be an old garage with the sound of it, but or it could also like that, yeah. be in that, yeah. Um, it used to be Sentinel Brewery, I think, originally, is it? Yeah, and, uh, but it's, they, they are making a, a, a beer called A Pint of Sheffield, which is basically uh, loads of people in the sort of Instagram beer community, particularly Sheffield people as well, have, have answered loads of polls about what type of beer they'd want, so what percentage, whether it be pale or hazy, whether it be uh, what the sort of bitterness of it should be, uh, what colour it should be, all those kind of things. And they've uh, come up with this beer that Triple Point Brew Co are going to brew, and the launch date is the 26th of January. You can get free tickets, and when you're there, you can actually buy cans to take away of you. It's not, it's not going to be called... Um, a pint. The can's not going to be called a pint of Sheffield because it's a five hundred mil can, which is just short of a uh, pint. So it's going to be it's going to be called about the pint of uh, or just about a pint of Sheffield, um, uh, right. which to me sounds like it might have got a bit of Barnsley in it as well or something. But yeah, um, yeah, they're going to do that. So if you want to celebrate end of dry January, that's a great time to go and pick something up. Uh, and if you're not doing dry January, have a drink while you're there, yeah. or end we'll it four days of, early. We'll call it a pint of groupthink. Mm. You know, kind of. Everyone puts their ideas in, and you end up with something in the middle that no one actually wants. <laughs> well, so it's been done quite well, actually. Uh, it's been it's an interesting idea to come up with a beer, so it'll be interesting to see what it tastes like. And Triple Point Bruco are a good brewery as well, definitely. Highly recommend if you've never tried any of their beers. Anyway, are we moving forward? Let's move on. Alright, so, uh, Fisher, I've got a show and tell. We've both got show and tells today, so we've kind of scattered them about a little bit 
uh, throughout the episode, haven't we? And my first one, Fisher, my, my, well, my only one of today, I was struggling a bit. Mine's not relating to Christmas like yours, I think, is going to, from what you've told me. Uh, mine is something that I was reminded of um, when you and your uh, wife came to the pub shed. Yep. Uh, the other week, and we had a bit of a conversation. From that conversation, it, it alerted me to something I could use as a show and tell. Okay, so here it is. Here's my show and tell. Okay, so it's a story. The show and tell is a story or part of a story, or whatever. So a while ago, I had a conversation with someone that I used to work with who knows your wife, and they described you, Fisher, you, as one of these two things. Okay, which one is it? Number one, he's a bit of all right, isn't he? Or number two. Does he look and sound a bit like Mr. Bean to you? Um, well, it's not probably the second one, I guess. Uh, all right, okay. So this is someone you work with who knows... Uh, someone knows I previously worked with. I won't say the name. I don't want to reveal who oh, people right. so, and stuff. But yeah. so, so this you, is the person you, You'll who, probably know who they are, yeah. Yeah, I think their name was mentioned. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But I won't mention the name on the podcast without, you know, explicit permission. I mean, probably do that with the people, yeah. but I'll be nice. Yeah, must be nice to. Um, well, let's not say a name. Uh, so, is this someone you used to work with then? Sorry. Yeah, used to work with them. And are you still in contact with them? Gotta say, I'm not really enjoying this beer, Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> just checking the date on it. No, it's all right. It's just. Uh, I think yeah, it still tastes the same. No matter whether it's in there. The, or the, right, o- right. the other, the other brew dog beer is definitely better. I'll say that. I mean, might, someone else might think different. But uh, what were you saying? Sorry, what was the last question? Um, so, are you still in contact with this particular person? Uh, occasionally, occasionally. Only tends to be through social media and so on these days. Right. Uh, um, how how did the conversation pop up about? How did I pop up in conversation? Well, for either of the uh, possible outcomes, um, so either you were described as he's a bit alright, or you're described as <laughs> looks and sounds a bit like Mister Bean. Uh, it was a conversation, I think, about. Possibly Weight Watchers or something like that. I don't right. know how. I don't know if I overheard her saying that she goes to the Chapel Town one or something like that. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I think I know someone else who goes there. Or it, could, mm-hmm. it might not have been that. It could have been the fact that they knew of this podcast. Yeah. And then knew who you were from a result of that. But yeah. All right. So they, they knew that kind of I. Mm-hmm. They knew that I was married to my wife. Yes. As, as, I, as I know that as well. <laughs> and I think. Apparently, you came either to collector once, or I'm not sure exactly why you was in the same room as this other person who described you as being a bit of all right, or looks and sounds a bit like Mister Bean. Right. Okay. I mean, um, we could, you know, we're, I'm, I, listeners feel free to get involved here and 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 actually submit your own answers. That's absolutely fine. If you want to send us a little comment as to where uh, it's either he's a bit all right, and, and obviously, if uh, if your wife's listening, it doesn't count for sure. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you remember that episode of Mr Bean where he was wearing a white hat that he became free by a um, <laughs> tracksuit manufacturer um, ok so, so you're still partly in touch do you still work with this person sorry or is, no, do you formally no. work with no I work at the same place but uh, not in oh, the right, same okay. so not in the same department it's, right so it's, it's, it's from so it's from your current employer yeah, yeah. Now, right. so I thought I thought you knew him from your older mm. Employer. And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't gather from the conversation if it's the second answer whether she meant that you looked and sounded like Rowan Atkinson or the Mister Bean character himself. I think she just sort of didn't know his name and just said Mister Bean. Right. So that might be I'm, that might be a little less painful to hear. I can't. 
I wouldn't really say that softened that much by saying, I'll tell you what, you remind me of Rowan Atkinson. Not Mr. Bean, but just Rowan Atkinson. <laughs> surely one's better than the other. Well, yeah, but surely I think he's fairly synonymous with that character, though, isn't he? <laughs> I mean, unless you're thinking I'm sort of like cunning, like Blackadder. Yeah, possibly. Or uh, a really a, a spy like uh, Johnny English. Yeah. He's a terrible and spy, he, though, isn't he? He's an incompetent spy, I think. I was yeah. watching this uh, on TV. I, I, I've never seen Johnny English until it was on a couple of days ago. Or you're good at gift wrapping, um, like in Love Actually. Sorry, I didn't quite catch that. You're, good at, about, gi- you're good at gift wrapping, like in Love yeah. Actually. Yeah. Uh, I'm not very good at gift wrapping. I'm not so terrible at it. I find I find gift wrapping to be much easier now. You get the squares on the back of the um, wrapping paper to help cutting it, and that just make, makes it a lot easier. What an ingenious invention. I could, no, one, no one ever thought about doing that beforehand. I mean, the best invention is just gift bags, really, for me. Yeah. And a bit of sellotapes. You can yep. stick it. And, yep. and the ones that come with, like, two or three different tags Did, on it, so you can rip it off. And you then know what my dad used to do? Reuse it. This could have been a show and tell as well. But you know what my dad used to do? He used to wrap, he used to put my presents in a carrier bag and wrap the carrier bag with the handle yeah. sticking out the top. So I'd just so walk, walk with a carrier bag that was wrapped on the bottom and basically you open, you took the, the wrapping paper off the carrier bag, there's a carrier bag, you open up and all your presents are just chucked inside it. Usually, usually things from Halfords. Yeah. Well, I just got stuff from Sweps from my dad. Did you? Mm. Uh, yeah. Um, but there we go. So I think... Um, I suppose I've got two options here. One that's more flattering to myself, and one that's um, yeah. not quite so flattering. So I'll, I'll probably I'll probably go with the not quite so flattering one, in the hope that secretly it's actually the more flattering one. So the best I can do is make myself feel a bit better than try and <laughs> sound a bit big-headed and suggest that it might be the good one, only to be brought back down with a sort of to earth by finding out it's the worst one. So I'm going to say that she thought I looked and sounded like Mr. Bean. And well done, Fisher. Because Thank you. you're wrong. Really? <laughs> yeah, you're wrong. No, you're right, actually. No, you're, you're wrong. I'm, I've confused myself. You're wrong. No, you're wrong. You were described as being a bit of all right. You know what? Have, have I ever really? had to play the hallelujah sound effect this many times in one episode? <laughs> It was like one of those kind of like, uh, what do we call it? Like, you know, those cartoon or film, Thwar, those kind of things. So, right. yeah. Fair enough. I mean, I, 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 I can't particularly recall meeting this person in all honesty. I think yeah. I think I might have seen her a few weeks ago and I was walking past uh, carrying my teddy bear yeah. and just getting out of my yellow mini. Um, <laughs> and uh, you, you now sat there in, in a freebie white hat and what appears to be yeah. a dressing gown as well. Yeah, well, I, 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 yeah, I'm wearing my dressing gown, uh, although I'm fully clothed underneath it, I would hice into Is this part it's of the show a, and tell? No, no, it's just, I, I try and wear a different top every time. <laughs> You're um, running out of clothes, you have to wear dressing gowns. Well, yeah, I'm sort of running out of different tops, really. <laughs> do, do you do the same thing where you try and wear a different... Uh, I, I, I try to a little bit, but I kind of lost count and lost track, so no. Yeah, so fair, I've, chuck, I've chucked this on, time. and let, look, I'm, I, can, I don't think she's listening or watching, um, but it was a gift. Uh, and I think my mum basically got it, mate, because it says blood, sweat and beers on it. Yeah. Right? I'm never going to wear this again. <laughs> it's well, a bit much. What size it? If you give it to me, I can wear it next week. Look, I, <laughs> I do. Not to be, not to be like, you know, ungrateful, but I, I just, it's not really the best size either, to be fair. Kind of to pull it out a little bit. Uh, so the tag's still on it. I'm just going to donate yeah. it, I think, to someone else who might want it. 
It's not really my thing. I, I do like buying sort of beer t-shirts for the purpose of wearing them on this, but I'll only buy them from Poundland where they don't cost very much money, and then I'll do the same thing. I'll recycle them straight after to a shop that might oh. sell them and make some money for charity. So That's very good of you. Yeah, because uh, I'll, I'll just I'll wear, I'll get them for the purpose of this, but I suppose my mum's done that for me, but I think she imagined I might wear it like, you know, more often sort of thing. Yeah, Sorry, as opposed mom. to yeah. coming on your podcast and saying that, yeah, I don't particularly mm. like this shirt. I'm going to donate it to charity. Yeah, you, you might end up giving it to a homeless person who then doesn't get stuff donated to him because the people presumably think that he's got plenty of beer. <laughs> um, so yeah, there we go. That was my show and tell. We've got another one later. So if you enjoyed show and tell and you like this little feature we do, there's another one coming up a little bit later. Are uh, we moving on, Fisher? Yeah, let's move on. Uh, okay, so. Alright then, so a bit of alright has got a quiz, I'm sorry, Fisher's got a quiz for us. Um, it's quiz of the year part one, I think we've started doing this now for how many years we've started doing it for, how, much, how many years have we been doing this for, Jimba, the quiz? Don't know. Uh, and well, when do we start podcasting again, I suppose is part of the question. 2012, probably. Four, no, when we started doing it again, four oh, years ago. 2017. Yeah, 17. Yeah. yeah, maybe it's the fifth time we're doing quiz of the year. I think I'll probably do it in two parts because I've managed to glean quite a reasonable amount of material. So um, we'll probably do a second part next and, time in podcast. And listeners can also, you know, live viewers, listeners, live viewers, you can shout answers if you want. I'll not check. Uh, I'll check after. Or you can help me out. Help me out if you want. Yeah. Well, there's a bit of I mean, time it, delay, so we, we might have answered the question by the time you give it us. But we want to see if you get the answers right as well. And listeners who are kind of listening later, traditional podcast listeners, you can just shout out at your... At your device that you're listening to us or watching us on yeah to be fair even if you're watching live and you shout it out we're not going to hear you anyway so no. yeah you can comment obviously and yeah what you think the answer may be um so first up uh why did tiktoker billy kate get a surprise when she went to try and dress in tesco in december this year um is it someone had drawn a picture of a penis on one of the arms <laughs> or there was a note on the dress saying it smelled like it meant sprayed with febreze <laughs> so someone had drawn well, <laughs> That's a typical prank thing to do, though, isn't it? Drawing penises yeah, everywhere. So, this is TikTok of Billy Kate, which basically means probably isn't true. Right, okay. I mean, do, you, do you go on TikTok? I'm not a TikTok person, no. I mean, do you use Instagram Reels? Is I had someone the other day saying, uh, saying, you know, I walked past a, a group of kids the other day, and one of them goes, oh, my TikTok's broke. So I went, oh, it's, uh, it's half past seven. <laughs> and uh, just give me a funny look. But anyway. Yes, can't imagine why. Um, have we still got that symbol sound on the soundboard? <laughs> so, what happened when TikToker Billy Kate went to try and address in Tesco? Was there someone had drawn a penis, a picture of a penis on one of the arms? Or there was a note on the dress saying it smelled like it had been sprayed with Febreze? Fr- Which I- might not necessarily be the worst smell. No, but I, c- I can imagine it, it, it means that somebody might have wore it, sweating it, obviously not Prince Andrew, and then returned <laughs> it back to Tesco's... Uh, so, which is why someone might have made a note that this smells like Febreze and sounds like, you know, someone's not actually properly washed it. It's just sort of been repackaged and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let, let's well, go. Per, per, yeah. Perhaps the person in question, perhaps their mum bought it them for Christmas. Kept the tag in it, wore it once, kept the tag in it and took it back. Yeah, that's it. I'm just going to blast this with a bit of Febreze when I'm done and then it's sorted. Yeah. Or I might just draw a cock on, oh, she's already done it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, right, let's go. I'm gonna go with the Febreze one, I think, because I can see why that I can. I, I mean, I can see both of them being, being something someone would do for unknown reasons, but the Febreze one seems more realistic. And you'll be correct. Well done. Uh, next up, why did solicitor Amy Spencer make the news this year? It's alleged that she sent naked photos of herself to a prison inmate who she previously defended, or it's alleged that she doesn't exist. Yet a firm of solicitors in Dundee, Taylor and Hyde, has her on the payroll and she charges clients. But there isn't one single shred of evidence that she actually is a real person. All right, okay. Uh, Taylor and Hyde, I bet they got a good idea if it was the second one. <laughs> um... uh, she sounds more like a Dr. Jekyll kind of character. Hey... Uh, yeah, so, oh, the other one is she sent naked pictures of herself to a defendant, someone she was defending. Uh, someone who was in prison, uh, okay. but she'd previously defended. Okay. They weren't in prison for, like, you know, trying to get naked photographs out of people or something <laughs> like that, were they? Uh, I don't know. I'm assuming probably not. I mean, that'd be a strange, a very strange crime to uh, to actually mm. commit. Let's, ooh, okay. In both cases, are they, are they from the same company? Or have you only told me? Can I have the first? So have you given the name of the company in both answers here? Uh, no, only in the second answer. Okay. Because I don't see it's particularly relevant in the first an- in the first answer. Okay, I think you've made up the firm, and I think the second one's false and the first one's true. She sent naked pictures to a defendant of herself. Although then again, I would have a phone in prison, and you can have emails and stuff though, can't you? So let's uh, go with the yeah, first one in prison, don't we? Yeah, let's <laughs> go with the first one. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, when the prisoner. You, you're right, yes, you're correct, hold on. I think, I think when the prisoner found out, he nearly crashed his car when he was playing on his Xbox and nearly, <laughs> nearly tripped over the pool table. I think um, it, it's worth saying it's only alleged and it has been okay. investigated, but there was there have been news stories about it. Okay. Uh, next up, what did the unruly, what did the, what did the parents of an unruly teenager in China try to do to tame her? Did they? Dump her on a deserted island and with just some biscuits to eat, or did they force her to dance non-stop for forty-eight hours? What biscuits would you take if you had to? You was being disciplined, and you was—I mean, if you'd been disciplined, you might have much, not much choice over the biscuits. But what would you take? I was ultimately I'd take my favourite biscuits, uh, which are probably <laughs> probably chocolate hobnobs. All right, okay, they're going up in price, they aren't be. they? Apparently, are they? Mm. Why? But they just are. Just, I mean, this is not not any joke or anything like that. They've been, apparently hobnobs have been the first or McVitie's who make hobnobs. Hobnobs is it? They've been the first, one of the companies who've warned of uh, raising prices due to Brexit and things like that. I believe. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's obviously not going to be as easy for for dunking in your tea and stuff like that. It's uh, what they call it about yeah. double, double dip recession and all that might be the reason why. Really? Um, I have to double dip them now. You can't single dip anymore. You got to double dip. Get the most out is that, of it. Is that why, why we get the terminology? People are so poor they can't afford more biscuits. Yeah. They have to dip it in twice. Yeah. Um, if, if it's not that, I'd possibly say shortbread fingers. Okay. What about yourself? Uh, I like those... Uh, they, they were in that... You know, when I, the other day when you came round to the pub shed in those uh, Victoria biscuit things, there's like some, yeah. and they're like, they're like circular chocolate-covered things, and you get them in small packs as well. They're like almost like wheels that are chocolate circles. They're amazing, but I'd go from too quickly. Too Is there a lot of chocolate on there? Yeah, and then bis- yeah, yeah, a bit of biscuit. That's their quality. Um, anyway, uh, the, the other one. What was what was the other the other? Re- oh, made the dance for forty eight hours non stop. Non stop. Okay, was she on TikTok doing that? 
probably be a very long TikTok video. Mm. So on, on TikTok, can you can you go back on TikTok or can you sort of? They don't, I have, don't really know they don't have TikTok it. in China. I don't think do they? And it got banned or something? Probably think a lot of other things haven't they? Right, I'm going to go with they made, they made a dance for 48 hours. Uh, you'll be wrong. They dumped her on Desert Island. It made for an interesting. It made for an interesting season of uh, Love Island, didn't it? Though. <laughs> One person has sat eating biscuits on their own. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Um, next up, uh, what did a couple f- from Oklahoma find when they were renovating their home? Is it they found just under $100,000 under floorboards in the bedroom? Or they knocked down a wall only to find a bathroom that they didn't realise was there? Ooh. Uh, now, if it was the first one, you wouldn't want to go like admitting to people that you found that much money. Mm. You'd kind of keep it quiet, wouldn't you? You'd think so. But they might have been do-gooders or they might have been very scared that someone uh, knew about that money and maybe after them if they ended up spending it or not saying anything about it. Uh, you know, So they might have wanted yeah. to report it to the police in case there was something dodgy or anything going on. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not suggesting they try to keep it. Although, to be fair, it might be the case that like, they actually found $300,000 under the floorboards. And, and if it was the second one, they found a, a, a bathroom. So I imagine you know they were there renovating and... Uh, he went, you know, knocked through, went in. I went, oh, my God, you will not believe what's happened. You'll not believe this. <laughs> They've not flushed the bloody toilet, have they? There's <laughs> <laughs> still someone sat there. <laughs> Just eating some biscuits. Been there for about uh, four or five years. Um, so, yeah, I, I think... Uh, bath- I mean, it's good if you get an extra bathroom when you didn't realise that you'd, <laughs> you know, you bought a house and probably got it for a price less the bathroom. Yeah. So, let's... Advertise it has been incorrect. Let's... It, it's an odd... Yeah, the kitchen's got an ensuite. It's not not the room you want to hide, is it? You want to, unless you know someone had made a completely disgrace themselves in there, and you thought, you know what, this is never going to smell any better than it is now. <laughs> let's just hide this and hope nobody ever returns to it for all eternity. Let's just brick the whole thing up. It's not you know, it's not like they're bricking up like a vault or something, is it? Or like you know, something secret, you know, like in a, in a sort of like enchanted film sort of thing where they hide something for years and years. Bathroom's a bit of a weird thing. Let's go with the money, I think. Uh, you're wrong. They found a bathroom. <sighs> yeah, probably good news, obviously, for the people who found it. Mm-hmm. You know, it going from a one-bathroom one, one bathroom place to a two-bathroom place. Mm-hmm. Um, they, so they could have... Uh, did they deposit the cash? Oh, they went, hey. they, they went that one, was it? They went into the bathroom and deposited something else. Slight <laughs> <laughs> oh. problem is... Because they removed the wall, the entire house fell down, perhaps. But uh, no, no, I'm joking. So, anyway, next up. Uh, what have McDonald's stores in Gundong and Shanghai in China had installed? Did they install mirrors in the bathroom that said complimentary things to customers and encourage them to eat more McDonald's? Or did they install exercise bikes to allow customers to use them whilst waiting? Uh, oh. now remember- The mirrors in the bathroom said things like, People didn't know I was here until they knocked a wall down. <laughs> I remember, like Burger King did some sort of stunt with mirrors, uh, didn't they? I think was it or was it where like Ronald McDonald appeared behind the mirror or something? Like it was like a, a, a it was not like a mirror, but it was like a video mirror. I'm sure they did a stunt a few years ago uh, involving mirrors. Um, but to me, it sounds like I mean, I suppose it's quite sensible having the bikes installed, although. Just don't sell as many burgers, I suppose, if you want to keep people fit or make the ingredients better. Yeah, always, um, always find it slightly ironic when McDonald's try and encourage you to do healthy things. Think, yeah. well, like locking the 
door after the horse has bolted. Kind of thing. Yeah. Let's let's go with the. Um, I'm going to go with the the bike one. I think. Install exercise bikes allow customers to use them while fighting. Uh, you'd be correct. Well done. Uh, what did scuba diver uh, called Christopher Marr from New England, America, find whilst he was diving in August this year? Uh, is it a plastic box containing a load of Hulk Hogan memorabilia, or a SpongeBob SquarePants and a Patrick Starfish on the floor of the sea? <laughs> a, a, a SpongeBob SquarePants like cuddly toy sort of thing, or toy? Did you say? What did you say? Uh, what was yeah, it? Yeah. yeah, and then and then a, a, what was the other one? A, uh, Patrick Starfish, I believe, is also... Uh, is, he, is he Spongebob Squarepants' friend? Yeah, I've never understood uh, Spongebob Squarepants. And I never und- I never got the appeal of it. Like, a lot of, you know, people have loved it through for years, but uh, never been something I've been quite that sure of. People might disagree big time with that. I think, how can you not like Spongebob? But uh, I think I didn't like it because I used to get called Jim Bob Squarepants quite a lot, which was a bit annoying. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine why I wouldn't like it, though. <laughs> Um, uh, or the other one was that he found some Hulk Hogan memorabilia. It yeah. wasn't a videotape, was it? Uh, I, I believe it wasn't a videotape. Oh, in, it was. I think in the last episode, didn't we mention uh, like a, a fruit, a, a, a blender, a Hulk Hogan endorsed blender? Did, did we? He, he gets did. a lot of mentions on Hulk Hogan, doesn't he? he does. is, isn't is a John Terry of the podcast nowadays? Yeah, he? yeah, he does get a few mentions. Um, okay, yeah. I'm gonna go. I think. I think the Hulk Hogan memorabilia. I think the SpongeBob SquarePants one is an easy, easy one for you to throw in because it's funny that they found SpongeBob at the bottom of the sea. But I reckon the Hulk Hogan one is a bit more random and more newsworthy, possibly. So let's go with that. Uh, you'd be wrong. You did find a SpongeBob SquarePants in Patrick Star. Where was he? Uh, where was he diving? Was he at Bikini Bottom? <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It was just in the ocean somewhere, presumably around the New England area, I okay. guess. Um, and so next up, what did what did Recep Turham do in Greenwich, which made the news this year? Did he open a fish and chip shop and he called it Jack the Chipper, or did he open a fish and chip shop and he called it Howl Chipman? Oh, yeah, both are pretty bad. But I think he'd get away. He'd def- I think he'd get away. He'd get away more with Jack the Chipper. I have seen I have seen people doing pub sheds uh, and giving them quite risque names like that. I think you know Jack the Ripper. Sort of, there was some sort of one going back to I can't remember what it was called exactly, but I've seen that done before with pub sheds and stuff. Um, and I think Harold Chipman would certainly make the news more and be more controversial. I think than uh, Jack the Chipper. But but then it's it kind of the London thing. It's kind of, you know uh, it's difficult. This now. I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Jack the Chipper. I think. So you're going to go with Jack the Chipper. I'm going to go with Jack the Chipper. Okay, and you'd be right. Well done. I just thought to myself, even if this bloke with the idea, if, you know, if Jack the Chipper wasn't a great idea, he's not going to go as far as Harold Chipman. Yeah, but yeah. Why is it that sort of we can make jokes about Jack the Ripper? Well, I suppose it was a bit controversial, but I don't know. Do people just kind of like forget that Jack the Ripper also killed a load of people? Yeah, it's strange. It seems to be a bit it? more. Yeah, I can make jokes about that later on. Once the you know, times a great healer and all that sort of stuff. Mm. There we go. Next up, what did Sarah Robbins Cole do to make the news in 2021? Uh, did she eat plain rice and vegetables for three three meals a day every day for 100 days on the trot, or did she wear the same black dress for 100 days on the trot? So she ate the same thing 
for 100 she days. She either ate the same thing, which is plain rice and vegetables, three meals a day, every day for 100 days, or she wore the same black dress for 100 days on the trot. Okay. She said that um, all, the only other clothes that she got had been given to her by her mum and she didn't like them. So <laughs> she stuck with a black dress. Did, what was the reason for did, have you got any? Was it a charity thing or was it just a... Uh, to highlight awareness. Of? Stuff in general. Um... Of, well, first and foremost, firstly, uh, of not kind of uh, not needing kind of uh, a lavish diet. Um, well, I suppose that is lot. probably what you know a lot of the population of the world survive on happily. Uh, yeah, or sometimes yeah. not happily, but you know that's what people survive on. That's what people eat, isn't it? Um, yeah. So I can see that being the case. Not sure about the black dress. Whether that's something to do with like uh, materialism and commercialism and all that kind of thing yeah i think again that's just been about sustainable you know you don't necessarily need to have a load of different clothes and a sort of a a vast wardrobe of clothes that you never wear um you know you can get it get by with having one particular clothes um and that's fine uh, apparently, towards the end of the 100 days, it started to smell a bit, so she, she spiced some Febreze on it. <laughs> um, she could have done both. She could have like put on the dress that probably was like really tight on her, and then you know wore that for 100 days while she only ate rice and vegetables. Yeah. And then by the end of it, the dress would have fitted just fine. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, okay, um, I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with the first one that she ate the rice and vegetables for 100 days. Uh, you'd be wrong. She wore the same black dress. Next up, um, I think I've got. I think I've actually got a few more questions. In all, I think I've got about like fourteen or fifteen questions, um, as opposed to the usual twelve, which kind of end up being one per month. Which is why we do twelve quiz here. But I think I've, I've, I've found a few more questions out this year. Um, next up, what happened to Andres Fleeton when he left his job in Georgia, in the USA? Uh, is it that his final pay was delivered in around 90,000 one-cent coins, uh, which had a note attached which said on it, fuck you? <laughs> or, instead of being paid in cash, it was given a commission painting uh, which cost around $900, uh, cost around $900 from his former boss, uh, and he had a note attached which said on it, fuck you? Oh, so in both cases, he's been paid um, in a bit of a piss-take sort of way. Yes, in an appropriate, uh, in, in in an inappropriate mm. manner. Well, I mean, the, the the money. So the money one would have been. A, a, mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with paying him like that in a sense. It's it's legal legal tender and all that. Is that right? The first one. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know if there's. I don't know if it's illegal to pay someone in a certain way. So I think if you're paying them more than a certain amount, you can't pay them in ones and two pences in the UK. Uh, obviously, okay. it might be different in mm. in the US. I don't know what that limit is in the UK, though. I think well, I'm sure there's a limit to sort of stop you doing exactly that—that mm. um, you're not meant to pay people in that. But kind I'm, of manner. I'm pretty sure there'd be more controversy over the painting because you can't actually add a value to that quite as easily because it might be uh, dependent on certain things. Uh, well, he did pay the artist nine hundred, about nine hundred dollars for it. But then that's not him getting it back, is it? You know what I mean? No, no, no. Absolutely. So I'm going to go with the first. Boss said, I'm going to go with the first one, the money one. I think. That he got coins. about ninety thousand one cent coins. Yeah, uh, you'd be correct, Wallen. <laughs> uh, what was unusual about Desiree Barker's New York AM- Airbnb this year? Did it have a hidden it, bathroom? Did it, uh, well, hang on, we all, <laughs> maybe. Um, is it that when she looked out of the window, it was a two-way mirror looking straight into a restaurant, or? She opened the wardrobe and was surprised to see there was a toilet in there. <laughs> uh, so it was either a two-way mirror 
So it was like one of those. So she could see into the restaurant, but the restaurant couldn't see her. See out. Yeah. Okay. And it's, uh, well, unless it, unless it was the other way, in which case she could see a reflection of herself, and some divers could look straight into a bedroom. <laughs> um. So is she famous? This person, or is she famous for uh, this incident? Uh, she's only known for this incident. I believe she's another person who is active on TikTok. Well, because like you know, it might it, if it was the the two way mirror thing, it would probably be a feature of the the hotel, so it wouldn't maybe be such a shock and therefore make the news. Uh, well, it was it was an Airbnb, so I'm assuming oh, right, it's yeah, true, um, true. kind of a you know you just well, I've never I've never done an Airbnb. Have you ever Airbnb'd? No, no. Yeah, so I think you just kind of end up with whatever you get. People just advertise a flat or something out on it, and you kind of I'd suspect the vast majority of them are kind of. Legitimate and good quality places, but on this one, it uh, sounds like she was either given a two-way two-way mirror look into a restaurant or a toilet in a wardrobe. Let's go. I- I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go toilet in the wardrobe. I think toilet in the wardrobe. That's uh, Elton John's uh, lesser-known follow-up to Candle in the Wind. If you remember <laughs> that one, um, and you are wrong. Oh. Yeah, I did actually see this one on um, the kind of the photos of it and the kind of video and apparently she kind of the room that she was given was kind of organized a bit a bit of the last minute they were almost unable to fulfill it uh, apparently completely nutly two-way mirror there's no way you could look into the bedroom but nonetheless it was a bit strange when she opened blind and looked sort of straight into a restaurant and she could see that people were eating having a meal it made you hungry literally 30 centimeters away mm. from where she was um it's quite uh, quite unusual obviously so next up um how did a 28 year old chinese man known as hung Pay off, Hung Huang, uh, pay off his gambling debts. Did he sell one of his eyeballs, a kidney, and a testicle, or he lifted the eyelids of his sleeping wife to access her bank account via facial recognition technology and transfer the money from her account? <laughs> I mean, sadly, I think the first one is a, an actual thing, isn't it? I think in some places, it's uh, that unfortunately can happen. I think. Yeah, I um, it can. Um, but the second I'll one. Actually, do all three. But... Mm. The second one, uh, yeah, I've 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 heard. I mean, I've heard stories where children have saved the parents' life when they've someone's collapsed and then they've taken the phone and to get into it they've taken it to the the face and scanned it and so on. Have you got facial recognition technology on your phone? I do. Doesn't work well with my hat on. Oh right, yeah, okay. I mean, uh, have you tried it with a picture of Mr Bean? Uh, not as yet. Not as yet. <laughs> does it does it actually work with a picture? Uh, I think I have tried it. And it doesn't. I think it needs that sort of three yeah. D, slight three D mm. thing to it. So I don't think it does quite work with a picture. Uh, right. I'm going to go then the facial technology one. I think that we lifted their eye, their eyelids up and yeah. Uh, yes, should be correct. Well done. It's a bit annoying with your mask, the... isn't it? When you're trying to pay things with your phone and then your mask's in the way and you. Taking it off, yeah. To, yeah. I think when I first got my, it first bothered me quite a lot when I got um, when I went on holiday in the pre-mask days, and I was wearing sunglasses. Every time I wanted to unlock my phone, I'd take my sunglasses off, lift them up, and then show my face. I don't think we've got quite as many questions as I thought I was going to actually. Yeah, so we're on to the last two. Okay. Um, so, how did CBS news correspondent Michael George reveal that he cooks his steaks? Did he say that he vacuum seals them and place them in a dishwasher for about an hour and a half, or? That he starts his car and leaves it on the engine, wrapped in foil for ten minutes. Yeah, I don't know why, but this one sounds familiar, and I don't know where it, where I've heard it from. Whether it was on this podcast or something else, um, 
And uh, before I you, would even, say, yeah. I asked something that wasn't a million miles away from that last year because mm. um, it sounded a bit familiar, which is why I put another question at the end of it. Um, but it was slightly different the, the options that were given. It was a different way of cooking steaks. Okay. Oh, was it? It was an ignoble one, was it? No, it was just a quiz of the year. All right. Um, okay. I can't. I, I think the two options on that one were that the person in question either cooked them in to- cooked some steaks in a toaster, or they washed their Tupperware in a washing machine instead of a dishwasher. Ah, okay. Uh, right. I, I think it's the steak. I think it's the car one, the car bonnet one. I think or car Put some on the car. Yeah. Turns his car and leaves it on the engine, wraps mm. in foil. Uh, you're wrong. He oh. said he puts them in the dishwasher. <laughs> Although bizarrely, he says he puts them in the dishwasher. This is a, this is a news correspondent from CBS, apparently. He says he puts them in the dishwasher, but he still has to put them on the hot stove thing to kind of yeah. char the... Um, you know, well, get that kind of charring on the outside. Of I've it. heard that people do... I've, I've heard it's a thing with salmon, isn't it? I'm sure people have... Oh, it's more of a... I think people have done that. It's been, it's been more widely known for people to use dishwashers to cook salmon, I'm sure. Is it? I think so. I don't know. Because there's think... steam and you don't actually... I don't know. that kind, I don't know really cook that kind. I'm obviously a vegetarian now as well, so uh, I don't do that kind of thing anyway, but I'm sure people have cooked salmon in a dishwasher before. Well, I'm not a vegetarian, but nonetheless, I don't put my salmon in a dishwasher <laughs> to try and cook it. Um, so I... I... I don't, know if, I don't know if it's like a similar concept to putting in a water bath, maybe, which you, you see some posh chefs doing that every now and again. Don't know. Um, and finally, final, last last one. Who's Anne finally? Uh, uh, well, she's the subject of the next question. <laughs> um, no. Next, the final question involves Darren Davis. Um, how did he make the news when he ordered a Just Eat? Is it, instead of receiving his pizza, he received a doggy bag with someone else's leftovers that had been meant to keep warm for them? <laughs> or... Instead of receiving his curry, he received a paper bag containing paperwork that was used to be given to the restaurant's bookkeeper. <laughs> uh, so you either received somebody's leftovers in a doggy bag, yeah, or the some account paperwork basically for the bookkeeper. Yeah, over. which was kind of in a paper bag that was meant to be given to, well, meant to be given to the accountant, bookkeeper, whatever you want to call. Can't really think of. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go. Let's go with the leftovers one. It's funniest. The leftovers. Yeah. And you'll be correct. Well done. I think the I think the general just as he wasn't very happy with it, um, <laughs> and the, the the members of staff I think were a bit uh, a bit mortified as well that they kind of made that mistake. But yeah, such things uh, such things do happen, unfortunately. Hmm, very good. Uh, and was that was did you say it was part one? That was part one of quiz of the year. And part two so. next time or whenever. We'll be back with the second part of it next time. I mean, I don't know when the next episode is going to be. Bear in mind, this episode was meant to be filmed between Christmas and New Year, and we never actually got around to doing that. So hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we'll be back <laughs> with the next episode. Good on you. Right, we'll uh, we'll move on. And of course, Fisher, you know, we have still got sponsors uh, going into the new year. Um, so, we, you know, we still we're regularly after ad- advertisers, sponsors, uh, we, you know, we can make your adverts for you as well. Uh, as we've done for all of our previous clients, Santa Fisher, and yep. uh, this week's no different. Uh, so we've got an, an advertiser now uh, trying to promote their January sales stuff. So here we go. Come down to We Sell Any Old Shit today for our January sale. Our gas and electric heaters are on sale for just two hours. It's a quick fire sale. We're offering huge discounts on old video cassettes. For example, Sebastian Coe's Born to Run now nineteen percent off. 
Just use the offer code COVID19 at the checkout. Have you got the Terminator 2 Judgment Day on sale? Yes, sir. Where can I find it? I'll be back. Now the nights are getting colder, King Campers may want to take advantage of our camping equipment sale. It's our winter of discount tents. We're even offering massive price cuts on circumcisions. Going anywhere else would just be a rip-off. Visit our taxidermy range to get a mammoth of a deal. As well as mammoths, we've also got stuffed birds, although they're not going cheap. Have you been thinking of changing your hairstyle? Well, take a look at our hair recolouring products. You'll just die when you see the prices. With a sale on bubble machines, last year so many people were disappointed when they didn't take up our reduced fog machine prices offer. It was a missed opportunity. For all you fatties who've eaten too much turkey this Christmas, we've got an amazing sale on salad, weight loss, shakes and fitness equipment. So come along, what have you got to lose? Apart from all that excess flab, obviously. Check out We Sell Any Old Shit today and grab yourself a great deal. A great deal of shit. Ah, uh, well, a little bit of news then, Fisher. Uh, we haven't got loads of news, uh, but uh, we've got some news, haven't we? So, of course, it's been the turn of the new year, and, you know, I'm just just happy, really, that, you know, start of a new year. We've had, a, you know, such a confusing and mixed-up last two years. You know, are we finally this year going to get some answers? Or, you know, are we going to have some sort of, like, return to, like, you know, normality and so on? Yeah, I know what you mean with all this COVID stuff that's been going on for two years now. We just want to get back to normal, really, don't we? Uh, no, I, I'm on about Prince Andrew and whether we're going to find out if he's a paedophile and get some answers about, you know, oh, right, yeah. why he doesn't sweat and things like that. Yeah. Uh, of course, because... Might be nice. Because yeah. uh, that all sort of came to a, a conclusion, didn't it? Or sort of with uh, Maxwell. Uh, I, can't remember, I can't say her first name, but if you want to attempt it yourself. But uh, she was on trial, wasn't she, for her involvement in... Uh, child sex trafficking. Yes, sex trafficking. and was convicted, I believe. Yeah. I can't remember quite how long she's... I don't know if she's been sentenced as yet. Um, I'm not sure. I think she's been sentenced to throw away the key, hopefully. Yeah. Um, and, of course, uh, you know, she was the former... Was, was she, Were they married? Uh, or partner of uh, Jeffrey Epstein, who was serving his sentence, weren't they, for, for the same thing, for, for you know child exploitation sex trafficking and all that kind of thing so but uh so obviously you know it's like like they say about true love and stuff uh you know you finish each of his sentences don't you so like that one there you go that's what she's up to um very good but yeah whether it means there'll be more coming from that as everyone's sort of keeping an eye on it to find out you know if there's anything else to come of it uh particularly with you know the stuff that was around the alleged stuff going on with prince andrew and so on so uh something to keep an eye on yeah, I suspect a story that's going to go and go. There seems to be quite a few breaking news headlines about it in the last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, probably probably going to be more. So um, that's a story from America. I did, story that I, I, saw. I did see today before you move on from that that uh, they, they've, there's been a thing come out today, hasn't there? Which is a bit of a going back to 2009, some sort of uh, agreement that was signed about what that one of these uh, um, accusers or victims could could say and couldn't say or could, you know in event of this and that kind of thing there's you know how they do things in america um, but apparently weren't they were they sort of saying they, they've asked prince andrew to prove that he can't sweat or something like that i mean i, I think this is going to make a brilliant tv show like you know they should just make him run and run 
<laughs> and run. And then, like, you know, you, imagine the bets. Imagine the bookies, the bookies markets, you know. Is there going to yeah. be any sweats and patches? What they're going to have here? You know, that kind of thing. Haven't they asked that someone can, like, corroborate the fact that he was actually at the Pizza Express mm. in Woking at that particular point in time was one of the other things? Mm. Which I thought should be easy enough. I mean, I'm sure they can track back and work out whose birthday it was and when it was and just give a record of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so. might, might be a little bit harder back in those days. From I can't remember when he claimed he was at the Pizza Express in Woking, by the way. Mm. Um, you th- you'd think could, somebody would remember through. that he was there. Uh, well, I don't know if he was just doing a drop-off or, or oh. whatever. Um, I think he'd it, it, taken back um, a doggy bag that got someone's... Because <laughs> uh, he'd wanted a pizza, but been delivered that instead. Um You'd have thought someone would be able to tell and verify that. Um, mm. As I said, I suspect there's quite a bit more to go in the story. So that was one story in America. Another one that came out from America yesterday. Are you familiar with um, the American football player Antonio Brown? I'm not. Uh, he walked off the pitch yesterday and said that he wanted to stop playing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, it's, it's probably, to be fair, I mean, I'd... Um, um, I suspect he's probably got various sort of mental challenges that he needs to face up to. So, um, but he does seem like a bit of a character. So, um, are we talking soccer, by the way? In, or, uh, I, I no, get... so we're talking American football, American futuristic football. rugby kind of game. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, he was uh, he used to play for I think, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and um, was I think kind of he stopped playing for them after he threw a ball at a teammate in practice, which I thought was part of American football. To be fair, I mean. I, I suppose to catch it if your teammate on throw it to. Um, and so I believe they then agreed to sort of leave it, exit his contract and, uh, and go and play elsewhere. Um, so he transferred somewhere else. Um, he was placed on the non-football injury list um, because he got frostbite um, from doing some cryotherapy, you know, the cryogenic stuff where oh, you get yeah. frozen. Um, yeah, apparently got frostbite on his toes because of that. Um, apparently he missed, he transferred to the Raiders, which is Oakland Raiders, um, missed their training camp uh, due to helmet grievances, whatever they may be. I'm, I'm hoping he's talking about headwear there. <laughs> um, he was released from his Raiders contract after an Instagram post asked for him to be released by himself, so they released him. Um, then guess what, guess what happened next? <laughs> he, he signed for the New England Patriots um, a one-year deal that was worth up to $15 million. Right. Which, with this track record, I think is quite an impressive, um, yeah. an impressive deal to pull. He must be quite good if he keeps getting signed, considering all these strange sort of things going off and how many times he has to leave and so on. Uh, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, he left New England Patriots uh, about 11 days later after a former trainer accused him of sexual assault and uh, there was also a, a report about a second incident of sexual misconduct. Um, then later on... So early in January of 2020, it was charged with burglary and battery and two misdemeanors for an incident involving moving with a moving truck company, supremely a removal company. Um, it pleaded non, uh, it put a non-contest um, plea in and however, he didn't spend any time in jail. Um, he's also been suspended for various violations of the NFL's personal conduct code policy. Um he then signed. He managed. He signed a one-year deal with Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which I think is the team that's owned by the Glazier brothers, who oh, right, I okay. believe. Um, although it didn't take long for him to be suspended for three games for violating the COVID nineteen passport rules, and I think he claimed that he'd been vaccinated when he hadn't. I think by the sounds of it. And uh, yeah, it didn't take him that much longer to walk off mid-game, take his shirt off, and run down the tunnel and uh, 
go home by the sounds of it. Right, okay. It kind of gives the impression of... Uh, can you remember Mario Balotelli? Mm. Who used to play for Manchester. It kind of gives a feeling that he's probably American football's answer to him. Right. <laughs> so well, well to, done. I'm going to well have to do some... I'm going to have to look in... I'm going to have to watch some of this... Uh, it, I'm guessing it was on video that he just sort of walked off the pitch as well. Yeah, it was, I think it was at the... Cause when they play in American football, they basically have two teams, don't they? Um, depending on whether you're attacking or defending. I have no but, idea. No, I, I imagine they'd have two teams, otherwise it'd be a bit one-sided. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, be like a Sheffield Wednesday game, wouldn't it? Um, so yeah, they, they do have... Your team has two different sets of players, an right. attacking set and defensive set. And when you're... I think the entire... All of the players go off, depending on whether you're attacking or defending, kind of thing. Okay. Um, and I'm assuming he was an attacking player, and the team was doing a defensive bit, and he was at the side of the pitch, and he just like seemed to walk off. I think one of the players said to him, "Why don't you not walk off?" But he took his shirt off and just like walked out the stadium, waved to the fans, and off he went mid-game. At least he waved to the fans. Oh yeah, it was good of him. Very good of him. <laughs> so yeah, that's, uh, that that was quite entertaining to read. Um, obviously, the only reason I've paid much interest to in that because is. I'm, as you know, I'm a massive cricket fan, and England have managed to lose the Ashes already. It should still be going um, on now. It is still going on because oh, people they've bought got tickets. To, they've got to the... carry on playing it, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a it's a potentially a 25 day series, and you know they managed to lose it before the 12, 12 and a half day kind of thing. You know they lost it before the halfway point of the series, losing three nil. Was it even that? Wasn't it even like four days or something like that? Uh, well, the it should be. Each game should be five days, but the third test match was lost on the third morning. Right, okay. Um, which is not really very good. Uh, the England coach, Chris Silverwood, has come in for quite a lot of criticism, some of it quite unfair. Um, you know, he's not actually on the pitch playing himself. Um, he said that there are a lot of positives to take away from this. Um, and no one really knew what he meant, but then he tested positive for COVID about three days <laughs> later, so perhaps that's what he was talking about. Um, so um, he's isolating. Is uh, so, so have they done, you know... He's probably not really been talked about as much now that they're not, you know, you know they're not that they've lost it already. But how have they been performing since since losing? Uh, well, they haven't played because they oh. lost. All oh, um, right, okay. So the, yeah, they've, they've performed very badly. They can't. England can't bat anyway, yeah. and that's been illustrated by the fact that they've had another go at batting and have performed quite terribly. Okay. But they're playing in a game that starts in about four hours or so. So let's see what uh, happens in that particular game. So this is this is the they've got to play anyway sort of game. Yes, yeah, so this is the fourth test match. Okay. Um, so they could still sort of, you know, not they, they can't change the out the, the overall outcome, but they can maybe, uh, you know, get things get things back on get people back on side a little bit if they have a good finish to the test series. Yeah. Whatever it is. In a in a world of where there's so many things that are going on that's so strange, it's just nice to have some familiarity back. I mean, <laughs> you know, when you look at the last few series that we've had in Australia, um, it's been. We're currently 3-0 down. Potentially, we might lose 5-0. But the series before that, it was 4-0. And it was only 4-0 because we drew one test match because the pitch was basically impossible to take wickets on. The series before that, it was 5-0. We lost. We then won. We won a series 2-1. Yeah, well done to England on that front. Uh, the time before that, 5-0. Um, time before that, I think we won one test match in Sydney last test. So I think it was 4-1. So we're not really very good at winning test matches in Australia. Um, but this seems to be a little bit of a new lab, really. It's uh, it's decidedly poor, unfortunately. But anyway, I mean that's that's one bit of sad news, of course. But the other bit of sad news is that we've not made the uh, New Year's honours list again, have we? We haven't uh, overlooked, unsurprisingly. Again, um, there have been some people on there. Uh, Chris Whitty. 
and you, Jonathan you, you, Van Tam. I mean, although we've we've missed out, there was a, a, you know a, a allegedly a little statement from the Queen that says, yeah, you know, we've got this list of people, Fisher and Jimbo. Hmm, Fish, yeah, I can't really give honours to Fisher and Jimbo. Fisher, oh, he's a bit all right though, isn't he? Mm. Apparently, that's what was uh, that's what was apparently said. So yeah. But then, yeah. But then Prince Charles said, "Nah, nah, nah he looks, looks too much like Mister Bean, and sounds like him as well." <laughs> um, so I'd, uh, I'd be interested to what it's like in terms of going to Buckingham Palace nowadays. I said, "Do you get it, Buckingham Palace, or you the Windsor Castle for it?" Uh, you have to bookinging at Buckingham Palace. I don't know. I'm more intrigued just to kind of if there's still photos of Prince Andrew and all that sort of stuff when you when you're in the royal quarters. Mm. I do know some, there's someone who actually goes in a local pub who's been knighted. Uh, not knighted, sorry, who's, who's received an honour from the Queen. All right, okay. Um, and I'll, I, I, if, if we're in together at some point and he's in, I will uh, I'll point him out to you. Um, and I always think I'd be quite modest if I was to win an honour. Um, and this particular person, he wasn't really kind of... Oh, yeah, you all right? Yeah, yeah, well, let's go down to Buckingham Palace a couple of weeks ago. I didn't have to get the honour from the Queen. Yeah, all right, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Oh, that's if you're all right. Yeah. It's very, <laughs> very quick to get it into conversation. Um, so yeah, uh, Chris, Professor Chris Whitty, been knighted. Professor Jonathan Van Tam, been knighted. Sir Patrick Valance, he wasn't knighted. Not right, quite okay. sure why. All right. Um, so yeah, a bit, a bit disappointing. Um, various other people. I think probably my favourite, looking through the various um, people who were given awards, was probably Mel B. Uh, got an MBE. I just think Mel B. MBE was just quite a, a very few letters. In one person's name. You're going to change oh, yeah. the lyrics in the sort of, uh, you know, in the wannabe song. If you want to get with me, then you need an MBE. <laughs> <laughs> Poshpice posh got an MBE. How many of them do you think have got MBEs? We'll have to save this, for, an, we'll have to save this for another day. Uh, oh, this, this could be a good... We could have a Spice Girls quiz. Um, but, of course, you know, honours and so on. And then, then we've, there's obviously been sad news, hasn't there, as well. Uh, Desmond Tutu. Hmm. Yeah, um, well-known inventor of the ballerina dress. Yeah, and um, fancy dying before the year named after him. Yeah, <laughs> that's shocking, isn't it? <laughs> that's really, I've not noticed that. Well done, Jimba. Yeah, um, you could just held, really held on a few more days. <laughs> yeah, how good must he have been? I think, mm. yeah, eventually. Yeah, 22-2, come on, the year, <laughs> the year of Desmond. And he passed away sort of between Christmas and New Year. Nightmare. I was disappointed that not a single game of football on that day finished with a scoreline 2-2 in honour of the mm. great man. What yeah. intrigued me a little bit is that um, he he had a really rubbish coffin. Did you say that? Yeah, it's about it's about because obviously you know the, the, that's the whole thing, isn't it? Not having overindulgence and all those kind of things, isn't it? And it doesn't matter what you is that. I'm guessing that's why. I don't know. Uh, uh, it just it just said that it got. You, you looked at his coffin. It looked really. Cheap and very piney and very sort of mm. not very good. Not quite like the pub shed that you built and the uh, the bar that I built sort of thing. You know, not like, that was kind of high quality at first. Um, it looked really cheap. And it even said on the news article, uh, Sir Desmond was buried in the cheapest available coffin uh, mm. at his request. So I don't know that he just kind of wants to donate any excess money to charity or they to his family. They just get, I mean, I, I don't put he's buried in the coffin, but in most people, they just, they get cremated anyway, don't they? So it's like, He's a bit pointless, isn't it? Do they burn the coffins? Uh, if you get cremated, you do, yeah. Oh. Um, I'm assuming you do. Yeah. Um, I think that there were two options, one of which was that uh, it was going to be the cheapest available coffin. Uh, the other one was going to be that um, your dad was going to put him in a carrier bag and wrap the carrier <laughs> bag up, apparently. So, 
Oh, well, it, it, he obviously didn't go for the cheapest option then, did he? Um, no. And finally, I mean, we've had a lot of toilets mentioned in this episode, haven't we? It seems to be the toilet episode. Um, but a, a, a woman isolated in a plain toilet for five hours to protect other passengers uh, from catching COVID. as uh, She tested positive and then uh, isolated in this plain toilet. And the plane was going sort of Chicago to uh, Reykjavik. I was like, Ukraine? No. Uh, Czech Republic. Iceland. Yeah. Terrible. But anyway, still a long journey to isolate for all that time. Well, I mean, what, you know, five hours in a plain toilet. She must have been so bored. I mean, what did she do? Well, they know what she's up to because uh, she left a log. Um, <laughs> a skill for sure. A record, obviously, of, uh, of, uh, of what she got up to. A bit of a, some notes of what she was up to while she was in there and what she was thinking. Not not one of those type of logs, yeah. of course, anyway. Trying to join the Mile High Club. Exactly, um, yeah. She she went to I Iceland I Iceland delight South Iceland delight. That's that's rubbish. Should we move on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wasn't just skid marks on the runway. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so finally we, we'd normally kind of be wrapping um, up here, wouldn't we? Uh, well, we might be doing the quiz, but we, we, we're fiddling with the order a little bit because uh, with it being Christmas, I've got sort of a few Christmas show and tell things. Because um, I tell, look at that, his hat's left on me, Eddie. Um, I've got a few Christmas show and tell items. Well, not a show and tell item, but sort of it's a bit of a breaking news is sort of what I do over Christmas time. Um, and a couple of things happened that I thought actually it probably doesn't quite warrant just a true or a false. So I've got four things, and two of these are true, two of them are false. So uh, the first one is. I mistakenly thought my wife bought me a brand new car for Christmas. <laughs> Secondly, uh, I accidentally uh, looked at another lady getting changed whilst out shopping. Uh, oh, was you? Was you? Was, was you in a? You wasn't. You wasn't like. <laughs> you wasn't in one of those like uh, Airbnbs with a two-way mirror or anything like that, was you? <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't. I was in a in a shop. Um, thirdly, uh, I made myself look particularly stupid when I wished a shop assistant a Merry Christmas on the 27th of December. Or, uh, and fourth, fourth, last but not least, uh, I ordered a traditional Christmas meal just before Christmas. When it arrived, there was no turkey. All right, okay. So, I don't know if you want to go, go through all yeah, those again. Right, the, the first one that stands out to me is the one about wishing someone Merry Christmas on the 27th of December. I don't yeah. think that's too bad. I mean, people are still, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I I find it maybe a bit odd if somebody said that to me on the twenty seventh, but like it's still technically Christmas sort of thing, then, isn't it? Like you know, if you said it now, you'd find it a bit odd. Um, uh, well, I suppose it 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 couldn't have been awkward. It could have easily not been that awkward, but the kind of shop assistant made it a little bit more awkward and highlighted my error. What was you buying? I mean, you going to a shop after you know in between Christmas and New Year? What was you what was you buying? Like you rushed out to the shops. Uh, food. Oh, oh that kind of food. Fair um, enough. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's generally, fairly essential thing. And we were at the checkouts. Asda. And uh, it was actually, it was actually, it was actually Iceland. Okay. Um, there was someone who was self-isolating in the toilets there, <laughs> I and mean, just uh, just landed. Now it was yeah, Iceland. Um, you get some nice meals from there. Some nice uh, sort of things you can stick in which, the freezer. Which Iceland? I don't know where where there is one near. Uh, well, it's, it's the Iceland Food Warehouse at. Um, Middle Retail Park. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. De- plenty of decent food there. It's good to say. It's what was, quite, what quite was, good. what was their response? Was it he or she? But what was their response to, uh, yeah. Uh, it was, it was a she. 
and she said, well, it's already gone past Christmas, hasn't it? I said, uh, yeah, I said, I said, cheers, there you go, thank you very much, and have a good Christmas. She said, yeah, I did, like, three days ago, <laughs> two days ago. Um, so I said, oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, I'm just kind of, you yeah. mm. Happy New Year. And she also said, and we stopped watching me get changed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just all the, uh... You might still think it's your Christmas, but it's not mine. <laughs> Uh, okay, going back to the one about you, what, you accidentally watched a lady get changed, or saw a lady getting changed. Glanced I, I, at a lady I getting changed. Saw a lady getting changed. Did you see anything? Um, she wasn't particularly very well clothed, but I only saw the back of her. Okay. Did she have bottoms on? Uh, she, she had she had underwear on. Okay, fair enough. So where where was you yeah. on this occasion? Was you in a, in a shop or something? Uh, yeah, I was in a in a clothes shop. Okay, again. You rushing out yeah. in between Christmas and New Year. Was it in between or was it before? Uh, in between. You saw the in between. That is. Uh... Yeah, I saw the in between, yeah. <laughs> well. Um... <laughs> um, okay, so y- y- what shop was you in? Uh, it was in Ann Summers. Oh, right, okay, here we go. Yeah. Did the, uh, did the fire alarm go off and uh, cause a premature evacuation? <laughs> no, no, it's. Um... I don't know if you know Ansom's, but it's got kind of a. There's like peepholes in the um, in the in the door. <laughs> you can look, so someone else can look through. Now, obviously, are they meant, meant to be to there, or is it a joke thing? No, no, it's, it's sort of meant to be there. Yeah. So if someone's like getting changed, and you've got like a friend or partner or whatever, you can kind of open the peephole and say, "What do you think?" Oh right, okay. Um, <laughs> to which my wife sort of shouted, "Yeah." Um, what do you think? Yeah, have, have a look. There's two change rooms. And the what was you and what was you up to in Dan Summers? Fine. Oh, 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 big day because the uh, inflatable willies had um, you know <laughs> they'd gone down in price. So I was just kind of stocking up on those, obviously. Uh, but you know they kind of sell women's underwear and all that sort okay. of stuff. Um, sorry, they, they sell some normal things. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you know, said. What do you think? Yeah, what do you think? This, I, I think it fits. And um, the person next cubicle, uh, I've not particularly been paying attention to which one she'd gone into. Um, too busy looking at all the too busy looking at all the other ladies and underwear. Yeah, yeah too, too, too and, busy looking and at tasting the, the yeah, chocolate body paint. Yeah, and looking at some you know cockchake pasta and all that sort of stuff that you can buy. Um, and I sort of looked through the eye hole and uh, <laughs> yeah, into a training cubicle that didn't contain my wife. <laughs> Did you get spotted? I, uh, I didn't get spotted. Um, I very quickly withdrew and <laughs> looked through the next eye hole and said, um, "Yep." Yeah, uh, so is it is yeah. it the fault of the lady in the other cubicle who hadn't shut her peephole? I, I've not seen these type of changing rooms, by the way. I, I, I didn't I didn't see that much in all those Jimba. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry, you mean that? Uh, yes, it was. She should have shut her peephole. I didn't but... know these things. These were things. These peepholes. But I suppose in somewhere like Ann Summers, that's the idea that you you get to see your partner. But it sort of it, to, it, it irks. It's, it's irked me a bit. I don't know if I've mentioned it on a podcast in the past. Um, I've been chased out of a um, of, a, of a women's changing rooms. <laughs> <laughs> Not chased out, but um, there's been a couple of times like where I've. The old Debenhams in Medwall, they had a massive changing rooms thing. And, you know, wife wants to, like, try some things on and what have you. And she said, oh, yeah, she's going to sit outside the changing room thing. And there was someone said, oh, this lady's only in here. Get out. Go, get out. You're not allowed in here. So, look, I was, look, so what I was going to do is, like, sit on that settee and wait for my wife to, like, come out and 
like show me what she got just while I'm trying to look at sort of <laughs> look under someone else's door backs and you know, and all that sort of stuff. Um and it's, instead it was kind of that I had to sit outside the change rooms in the main shop and then my wife had to like walk around and all this sort of thing, which I don't think particularly mm-hmm. was Sarah and Esther, I'm more than capable of just sitting there and waiting for someone to come out of the change rooms or whatever. Um wasn't the case so yeah, you, I'm, was, I'm, you were sort of sat outside in on summers and you know, you heard like a uh, a vibrating noise. You said, Yeah, you, your phone's going off, it's not my phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Um, so I, I get I get what you're saying, um, but yeah, I've not seen this peephole thing before. But I imagine why maybe it's utilised in in Ann Summers, uh, and <laughs> if you're not you're not used correctly, it can cause some yeah, can cause devastating consequences. Okay. Uh, I, I'm not going to question any more about the Ann Summers one. I think I'll just leave that to you. You know, I've got the gist of it. I'll let you keep that in your area. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next one. Uh, you thought you'd got a car yeah. on Christmas Day, I'm guessing this was, or before Christmas Day, or... Well, it was a couple of days before Christmas Day. It's not my dad um... again, is it? Wrapping things up. Wrapping, obje- <laughs> wrapping objects up that you shouldn't be wrapping up. No, it was... Um, I just opened the curtains, and there was a, a car outside um, our house. And it was facing, you know, wife had gone off to work, I was working from home. Um, and she mentioned something about, you know, make, make, make sure you open the curtains, kind of thing. And I opened the curtains, and there was a car, and it was basically a very similar car to the car that I've got, brand new, and the initials on the number plate were the same as my initials. Ah, so you thought you got so a I car thought, with a personalised number plate. I've got a car with a personalised number plate, yeah. So was it, was it M R eight three three A N? Yeah, I'm, I'm not quite fast enough to try and work out what he's saying there. Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, no, no, it was it was just what looked like a normal red... I can't remember what the first two yeah, letters were. Okay. 21 plight, and then, yeah. Did, my, so, what did, what did you, so how long did you think this for before either contacting your wife or realising it wasn't yours? Was it until somebody else got in the car and drove it away? Yeah, they reported it missing to the police. Um, <laughs> so someone just stole a new car outside. I've not even been in it yet. Um, I remember looking and thinking, oh my God. Are you do like, a new car? Um, potentially. Um, not sure if you want to buy me one, maybe, for my birthday when it's coming up. Um, oh, it, the car I've got is not particularly very new, but it does its job. I've no, no major issues with it. But it's, yeah, it's, it's all right. Okay, so it wasn't, um, it wasn't the case you was expecting a new car or anything, or hoping for one. It just... It just because you you were suspicious because they'd been asked to open the curtains and the car was there, probably in an unusual position and the number plate issue as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, kind of all combined into a yeah. Is this? Because so it was it, it was literally facing. Yeah. I, I'd never seen this car before. We don't get yeah. Our road's fairly quiet. It's fairly early in the morning still, so it's not a not a typical time. The sort of yeah having cars appearing on our road. Um, you know, it did look very very set up. So, once again, then, how long did it take for you to realise it wasn't your car? Was it when somebody drove it off? No, nah, I kind of thought, actually, yeah, this, is, this, is, this is not going to happen. I, think it's, I, I thought, actually, that's a fairly lavish um, sort of present to get. Um, and it, it, if she has got me that, then I better kind of dip back down to the shop to get a few more things. But, um, <laughs> because, yeah. And that's when you ended up in Ann Summers, looking through other people's yeah. peoples. Right, okay. Right, yeah. I, I think I'm about ready to guess then. So... Uh, hang on, hang on. I've only told three out of four so far. Have you know, no, we've done it. We did the Christmas story one. The Christmas, saying, happy, saying Merry Christmas. Yeah. Looking at someone through a peephole. Yeah. Uh, 
The car? What was the other one? Yeah. Ah, you can't remember because we've not talked about it yet. Um, I ordered a traditional Christmas meal, and when ah, it arrived, there was yes. no turkey. Yeah, no turkey, okay. So, was there meant to be no turkey, and you just thought you'd not read it right? So, was it supposed to be like a, a vegetarian one or something? No, I definitely read it right. Um, Wait. It was... Yeah, it was, it was just... I, I, I specifically asked that I, I was on the specials board, and it was turkey, turkey Christmas meal or whatever. And I sort of said as I went up to order... I said, does it come with, you know, all the trimmings? And yeah, yeah, it's got sort of, it's got your gravy, it's got your roast taters, it's got your veg, your carrots, your pigs in blanket, Yorkshire pudding. Um, I thought, yeah, I tell you what, that's, that sounds good to me. Yeah, I'll have, a, I'll have one of those. Because it's one of those where, um, I don't know how it applies for yourself, but I've not been on many Christmas meals this year. Yeah. Normally, you've, I don't know if you have one at work, have one with your team at work as well, maybe. Um, I tend to go to one of the local pub as well, so I, 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 we did do that, obviously. I kind of thought, actually, I quite like turkey, but I've not had much turkey. I'd like to be in a situation where I have a bit more turkey, so I'll order the Christmas meal. So was turkey, on, was turkey on the menu? Turkey was on the menu. Turkey should, turkey should have been... You... And he bought my plate out, and it's, it's a place that's actually quite noted for having big portions. You get a lot of food there. You're a bit more kind of out in a bit of a... Bit more of a rural area. The other people are maybe a bit bigger, a bit bigger and stronger, feeding all these farmers and what have you. And um, bought it out. I thought, wow, that's a there's a lot of food on here. What no turkey? Plate, plate, plate was piled up, and I thought, oh, what? Um, I wonder where my turkey is. I just perhaps just under all the other stuff on it. Moved it around a bit. No turkey. Um, and I thought there's no turkey. So other than turkey, with other than maybe the pigs in blankets, uh, was there any other meat on there? Uh, just the pigs in blankets. Okay. And the, uh, the the fellow who kind of runs it came over and said, uh, said, are you all right there, mate? He said, there's plenty of food for him, though. I said, yeah, there is, but I, I can't see any turkey. <laughs> they said, yeah, of course there's some turkey. It'll be like under, you know, shift your veg and your Yorkshire pudding, it'll be underneath that. I shifted my veg and my Yorkshire pudding, and guess what happened? There was no turkey. There was no turkey. <laughs> he said, um, sorry, what's hang on? You just said you were talking in... gobbledygook, mate. Yeah, he thought I was just, yeah, I thought I was just talking a load of rubbish. He said, uh, I said, hang He said, no worries, mate, I'm just going to, run off into the kitchen and see what's happening. So he ran off. He got confused. He walked into the ladies' toilets, a bit like kind of something <laughs> I would have done. He said, oh, came back out, went into the kitchen, and then 30 seconds later, came back with a load of turkey and said, there's your turkey. Uh, breast or leg? And I'm asking, um, I'm asking about the, 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 the Christmas dinner story, not the, <laughs> not what you not saw not looking did. through the changing room doors. Okay. <laughs> um, it was, what was it? Probably... Uh, it just that sort of yeah turkey breast. It wasn't like it was a. <laughs> okay. Um, I whenever I go out for turkey nowadays, it seems to be very very moist and very. Um, again, not talking about the answer was um, <laughs> people. Um, it tends to be quite moist. I don't know if you have. Is it a turkey joint sort of thing where you've not mm. got the full bird? Mm. I don't know. But I suppose obviously. What, what did you, what did you do for Christmas lunch? Very mind you're a vegetarian now. I just had. I, I did buy one of those kind of things that's. It's like a joint, but it was a fake joint, and it was had stuffing in it. Uh, but I bought yeah. it too early, and it went out of date before Christmas. So I ended up cooking it before Christmas, oh. eating a bit of it. Thought it was all right, but then I thought, you know what? Only a very small amount of this has been enough for me. I'm not going to buy that again. It'll just be massive waste. So I just ended up doing a couple of uh, vegetarian Richmond sausages, oh, right, yeah. putting them with some stuffing and all the rest of it. And yeah, fine, <laughs> fine with me. Um, that was fine. I'm, I'm not that much of a sort of roast meat sort of person anyone ever was before so no big deal for me but yeah uh, okay I, I, I have to put a guess in then I think now 
Uh, okay. skin so two, two of these are true, yeah. two of them aren't. I reckon... Oh, this is really hard. I think I think the meat one might be true, because I know you like to go out for your, your, your dinners. And I think there's some good... Yeah, there's some good description there. I reckon the I reckon that one's true. I'm gonna, that's the first one that's true, the fact that you didn't get any turkey on this Christmas dinner. The second one, I think, is... I don't. I'm not. I'm not going to believe the answer story. Or as much as I want that to one that's true, I'm not going to believe that. Uh, yeah, I just. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not doubting that you're going on summers, but uh, whether you come on and talk about it, and I thought it's, it's quite. A, it's quite a, an outrageous one that. So I'm going to say that that's not. That's not a true one. The other one saying Merry Christmas to someone after Christmas, possibly. Yes. Uh, I, I, I see sometimes it's between that and the car for me. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna say the car one no is the fake one, and the you say Merry Christmas to someone after Christmas is the other true one. So true, you said Merry Christmas to someone after Christmas, and the other true one, you didn't get any turkey on your Christmas dinner when you were expecting turkey. There we go. Yeah, you're, you're half right, unfortunately, Jimbo. You got oh. two correct and two incorrect. Okay, so you're right. I. Ordered turkey and got no turkey, and then the, had to run back and get it. Um, but it also, it also not... means it also means I got another one right because I got I chose the, a correct incorrect one. So which one which one was the incorrect one that I got right? So I did not look through a peephole in Hans Summers at someone else. That is totally made up. And then obviously, well, you know which way so it is. I, I, I got got down to the last two though, didn't I? I you got, got to the last two, yeah. yeah. I. I did mistakenly think I might have been given a, a new car for Christmas <laughs> on the basis that um, I opened the curtains on the 23rd of December and literally there was a car outside that was pretty much identical to one that I had. It was a brand new 21 plate and had my initials in the registration <laughs> plate and I'd never seen the car before and it was pointing straight through our sort of um, living room window. So you you did, and which was which one was the one that you didn't? Uh, which one was the one that? You, yeah, I I I didn't make myself look stupid. Well, not more so. Say Merry Christmas to someone after. Um, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Right. Well. Yeah. Enjoyed that. Thanks for sharing. There we go. Uh, Some t- tales of Christmas um, <laughs> Christmas present. You could have stretched this out and and used those in future episodes, but I suppose you want to keep it uh, slightly festive. Yeah, I thought while it all happened in that short space of time, um, I would, would give it a mention. Cool. It's like going back to old days, isn't it, with these uh, one and a half hour episodes? Uh, but yeah, we yeah. need to call it a day now. Um, so... Hope everyone's had a great new year and had a good Christmas and all that kind of thing. Not the sort of thing you say to start a show. I think I only wished it to you, Fisher. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, if anyone stuck with us for an hour and a half, yeah, you know, I mean, that's you've it. Your reward. We, we I, wish you a merry Christmas, happy new year. I thought I'd wish all the listeners and yeah. all the uh, the makers of the show a merry, uh, you know, a, a good new year and all that. So I did that, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So have a good one uh, for the rest of the year. And we will be back again, won't we? We'll be a few weeks probably, but uh, we'll be back. We'll be back. I'll still be dry January, or hopefully I'll still be dry January. I mean, it um, takes a bit of time. You know, it's, fingers crossed I can continue with my you know, abstinence from alcohol. 
Are you going to do um, it? Are you going to try and do it longer than January this time again? I don't know. I mean, last uh, last time I did it, I didn't do it last year just because it was a bit of a weird oh, year yeah. anyway. And yeah, we kind of went to lockdown quite early, didn't we? In twenty twenty one, yeah, we're twenty twenty two now, aren't we? But at the start of twenty twenty one, we went to lockdown quite early, and you, you know what lockdown means, don't you? Yeah, drinking. Um, so <laughs> I, I didn't do it that year. I wasn't going to do it anyway because we've not been out as much anyway, and all that sort of stuff. And Christmas has been busy. And you, you were building, and you, you started building the fish tank. Uh, I think I'll probably start that a little bit later. I think okay. it's more sort of a, a February March time kind of project. Um, although we'll have to we'll have to double check. And um, well, last time I did it in twenty twenty, I was I was considering doing sort of a hundred days or so. I don't really I don't really know why that is, but I certainly did it all the way through January. And then I was quite I was I was a bit unwell at the start of February, so I continued throughout February, and we went away on holiday. I think on the March the sort of thirteenth or fourteenth. And I had something to drink in the airport when just before I went away, where kind of COVID was starting to happen. Can't well. go to an airport and not have a drink, yeah. really, can you? That's the thing. Yeah, so I think I kind of managed about seventy-three, seventy-four days that year, which is very old effort. In fact, because it was then locked down, I then didn't have a pint in a UK pub until probably. Probably till July time, I think. Mm. Probably about six months without visiting the UK pub. Well, there we go. See how long you can do it this time then. But, you know, don't try too hard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, well, yeah, you can still come round to our house after, after a dry January is done, no doubt. Yeah, well, that's it. If you don't, if you carry on ex- extending dry January, I won't, be, I won't be able to come round and try out the fish tank bar, will I? Yeah, exactly. Mm, right. So, yeah, I might do it all year. Well, that's all for now. Thank you very much for watching, listening, however you've... Uh, listen to us or watch us and uh, we'll see you again soon so yeah thank you very much bye bye bye